0: hello dear listeners welcome back to grief untangled this is our next episode in which we are going to have some special guests grief educators from different parts of the world and we have a special guest today that we are going to have a discussion and chat about the grief and this work that they are doing as i also mentioned in the first episode the grief educator i would also like to again quickly tell our listeners what does grief educator mean and what is the specific term So, a grief educator is committed to providing the highest level of grief support through education, experience, and insights into the often unacknowledged rocky terrain of grief. Certified grief educators completed a certificate program designed by world renowned grief expert David Kessler, and they have this unique methodology, tools, and decades of experience to help people navigate the challenges of grief. So, I am a grief educator along with our special guest today. Monica. And now I would like to take an opportunity to warmly introduce Monica into us in our podcast. Monica is a Filipino Canadian who resides in Toronto, Canada. By profession, she is a realtor. She is a certified peer to peer grief educator from grief.com David Kessler's grief program. Monica firmly believes that it is important to be seen and have representation in grief and loss in the grief and loss space. She is turning her pain into purpose by helping suicide loss survivors and the bereaved community. I warmly welcome Monica to the show. Hello, Monica.
1: Hi, Deepak, how are you?
0: I'm great, I'm I'm doing well. Thank you, Monica. Thank you for coming on to this show. I I really appreciate uh, you taking your time and coming on and having this discussion with me in this show. Thank you so much for this.
1: Um, it's an honor to speak with you and to your listeners and um, hopefully we can um, start grief conversation. Um, yes, with your followers all over the world.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Monica. So let's let's start with the you know the the most important question here, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I know that you have a grief story and our listeners would like to know about your grief story. You know what is it that actually you went through in your life that you would like to share with us?
1: Uh, to all dear listeners and followers, yeah, my grief story started um, in the year of 2021. Um, I th- I think when my when I lost my mother-in-law through cancer, mm-hmm. um, it started in my grief story. Although my dad has passed on now so many years back, but her loss really affected me. Yeah. And um we lost a pet in January of 2021, which is our beloved pet. But the tragic loss of my son three months after my mother in law had really consumed my life.
0: That is tragic.
1: And yes. And so it's a multiple loss in three months time yeah.
0: yeah so uh
1: can we know uh the name of your son my son's name is jordan jordan uh, yeah and he how was old was he old. he, was, he was, 26 was 26 years old, old. Yeah. yeah 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 he's my and youngest this... son. yeah
0: and i can i can only imagine uh you know the the grief that you might have gone through, you know, a young son who is just 26 years old, I can, I can still see the pain in your eyes now. (laughs) And, and and yeah, it is, it is a tragic loss as, as, yeah, as we can imagine.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I think grief will, you know, grief took my hand and brought me here with you. And, like, like, grief is knocking right now and and giving you all of these emotions because yeah. you're talking about your loved one and even though for some people it's been three years or almost three years, the time does not heal all of the wounds that all of our loved ones left behind, right? Absolutely. My and my beloved pet and my son, obviously, would be, yeah, um, I feel that three years, you could say, oh my God, it's been three years. And in the same breath, you could say, it's only been three years.
0: Yes, absolutely. It, it felt it like you.
1: just it was just yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: So as we also, like uh, in our program, David also taught us, there is no timeline for grief, right? And We will grieve as long as we love and we will never stop loving, right? Till the end of our life. So we will never also stop grieving. So I can fully relate with what you have, what you are saying and the pain that you have gone through. And probably that's the reason that you have chosen to do this work. So tell us about, uh, you know, what is, what were your thoughts now that because, uh, you know, why did you choose to become a grief educator, and and why do you think this work is really needed in this in this world that we are living in?
1: Um, well, during the the, the loss, um, you know, there's a lot of um, support organizations, bereavement organizations here in Toronto, Canada, that focuses on mental health, suicide. And different type of losses. So I took advantage of those. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I felt really not seen. When I speak about that, and it's important to our listeners to understand, for a griever to a griever, is to to, to see someone who looks like you. Right. Right? So um in search of a lot of therapists that are been affected by suicide laws there there was no one that looked like me
0: yeah yeah
1: and that was very important to me because my journey and perhaps my childhood trauma or generational um upbringing some people can't relate because grief Grief can uncover a lot of those feelings. Um, therefore, I was searching for a tribe yeah. that would understand. So, I did find one um, that uh, affected by suicide, but she's uh, she's Caucasian. However, she had Im- helped me immensely the last three years in my journey yeah um but there's still that hole of someone who looks like me absolutely so, yes yeah so i did it so i i discovered david kessler uh by reading his book i read uh finding meaning and we'll talk about that i'm sure and also um his books with elizabeth ross and all yeah. of the grief books that i've read and i discovered grief.com and i said you know what maybe i can become an educator companion support ultimately i was doing it for myself
0: yes (laughs) of course that's the next step of healing right
1: yeah like just to educate myself yes and i got certified in june of this year and for some reason there is this whisper and and nagging voices that you can't keep this to yourself. Yeah. Like you have to share what you have learned and help. And Deepak, there's a lot of grief community out there. Therapists, counselors that I've been discovering through social media. Yeah. And still no one looked like me.
0: Absolutely. Yes.
1: So I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I'm like, and I said, you know, what? and I started just posting and introducing myself to my community, to my friends, to my, even my clients, Yeah. what, what type of, what kind of journey I'm in. It's very scary to be in this space and even in a sales environment to do this. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the last thing that you would like to sell, actually. You like to sell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can I can very much relate this and you know, everyone's grief journey is so unique, right? And there is no Mm -hmm. comparison with what you feel and what I feel and what anyone else feels, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
0: there is so uniqueness in each grief, but there is there is still a lot of commonalities in how they feel, what are the different emotions that they feel. And I really agree with you that. You know, uh, if you are able to connect with those commonalities in the in the process of grieving, you can help others, and probably Mm -hmm. that's 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 what we as grief educators are trying to do here, right? Mm -hmm. Amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, This is this really really inspires us and also our listeners. You know, the people who are have gone through this pain Mm -hmm. are actually the chosen one who who can actually do this work because Mm. they have walked that path right Mm -hmm. and uh, they are the you can say the light bearers and you are Mm. one among that i think Mm -hmm. that's that's, that's 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 amazing right so uh monica i have my next question for you which is you know um so you are really specifically like the your loss. I mean, of, of course, you had multiple losses as you mentioned, right? But the loss mm-hmm. that really shattered you was the loss of your son, right, Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, and and that is related to to the loss due to suicide, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why there is a need, according to you, uh, for that specific loss? How there is a need, and specifically specifically in your community, can you actually? Uh, uh, elaborate that a little bit
1: um Filipinos are primarily very Catholic christian community yeah um I think there's a in in the 400 years that we've been occupied by the Spaniards and even up to today we are not talking about suicide and mental health at all um, you know, with social media and YouTube and just information about mental health, in my opinion, the Philippines is still just waiting on the sidelines. Yes. And not, and not having a lot of support on mental health because there's a, there's a big stigma around suicide in the Filipino community in my opinion I think Um, there's a lot of shame and blame and um, especially I think because you know being a Filipino Canadian I don't live in the Philippines I don't I'm not part of of marginalized community Mm. right and somehow there is this judgment that oh their life is better in canada they have everything there yeah why did this happen right Mm. so there's also there's already a judgment of why yeah right yeah and because we are not as educated and i wasn't as educated to be honest yeah however i am familiar with mental health i know my son was going through a lot of mental health so i am in that space already
0: yeah
1: right i am in that space already um but it would be a parent's obviously nightmare that you know that it would happen to them
0: yeah oh we will never happen to me it will never happen
1: to us right yeah we have all of the support and to the audience out there suicide does not choose status or economics
0: absolutely not yeah
1: yeah suicide can be can happen to somebody who's who has a um, has multiple um awards like yeah. we could name so many celebrities yes there. suicide can also affect a family who are in the religious community yes and both parents are uh, pastors i can name a few as well yeah and suicide can also happen if your parents it's is also it's already a psychologist or a psychiatrist
0: yeah in the same field You're doing the same in kind the same of work
1: field and doing a science kind of work yeah and those kind of stories um are there to be shared and read but somehow it's something that we don't want to read about I don't yeah. think
0: this right? is a yeah. It's considered as a taboo, right? You know, and also for the survivor, not only for the one who has lost, right? Uh, and also for the survivors, it is it is a bit difficult with respect to you know the community is not coming forward to uh, to help people, right? That's what is also something we have observed in in our coming in our you know, uh, cultural influences in India or so. So, what do you think about it?
1: Um, I I think it's just a fear of uh, and scared about information about it, right? Um, And perhaps also there could be ignorance about it or generational biases around it, you know? Um, And it could be some religious biases as well. Um, The mind is such a mysterious thing, part of our body. And it's just, if you really want to know about it, the information is out there. Yeah. Um, I think there's also shame on sharing those thoughts to one another, right? And imagine if I was to share to somebody, you know, I'm thinking of this and that. And they are not seen, so perhaps they be, we will be trying to fix them. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't you know, I, you could, you know, you should be happy. You should, you know you, you we should be thankful. you have everything. And that kind of conversation um, has taught me that can even push that person deep into, depression or anxiety right because they're so ashamed to share it yeah and and i think that's in my opinion again that's where in my culture um we were known to be the resilient people you know and we are happy there's one stat one statistics that we're the happiest people on earth or something so that's that's kind of like So why would we even want to... Why would we even do that? And and surrender your life. Yeah. Right? So um, I'm here to... Disclaimer, I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not a licensed psychiatrist, clinician. I'm a mom. Yes. Um, Peer-to-peer grief educator, support companion. And I know sometimes I get imposter syndrome on why I don't have any right to talk about mental health, you know, or suicide to that matter because I'm not well educated, but lived experience can also add weight. And storytelling and sharing, um, I think in my opinion, can, can inspire or help other people as well. And even other parents out there who is suffering through raising a teenager, perhaps, or a young adult, and they don't know what to do. Right?
0: Yeah, definitely, there is a lot of need uh, with respect to this kind of help, and and yeah, we have walked this path, right? So, someone who has walked this path is is better experienced than you know just education, because education just gives you the knowledge, but experience gives you the real life tools of how and what to do and how to help. And moreover, in the grief space, the lot of most work is basically to allow that person to talk about it, right? To get their grief witnessed, half of the work is that. And we being walked that path can actually be a good companion to hear that and stay there and allow our, you know, give our ears to those people. And I think half of the job is is done there, right? So, so th- that's, that, that is the crux of the, you know, of the things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You also m- mentioned about the mind, right? You know, here mind, you know, I have also heard this kind of this phrase, right? Mind in its own place can actually make a hell in heaven and heaven in a hell. Right? So working towards the mind and helping them, you know, that is, that is the most important work that is, that is needed right? If, if, if it can be done before the loss, that's well and good. You can avoid the loss, but after the loss, there are survivors who are going through the similar kind of situation and they also needs to be helped. They also needs to be supported. And I think that's, that's really important. And that's, and for that, we need people like you who, who can really understand and support them. So thank you, uh, Monica for that. Uh, I would like to go into this next uh, uh, topic or the next question, you know, you know, you also already touched upon, you know, the the Filipino community, right? The cultural influence. So how do you think, of course, in your perspective, you mentioned there is a cultural influence that has, you know, uh, that people carry, right? But in general, uh, is it something that you are uh, only going to target or work with people with the Filipino community or is it like in a wider community also, you think that is uh, something that you can, you are looking to help uh, with your work or so, and how does that, their culture, uh, you can help them with, with that?
1: Um, I, I don't want to limit myself into a specific um, community with the grief um, education or companionship or support Um, I do wanted to reach out to um, the Asian community in terms of grief because grief is really something that we don't even think about or even if if we're feeling sad and they don't even know that it's actually grief that they're feeling so I think I would want to reach out to to um, to our community and also any bereaved parent, friend who are looking to sort of navigate the feeling of this sadness, what they're feeling, and yeah. we could we could help as educators uncover those um, to a certain degree and help them. To have more meaningful relationship and connections, because for what I've known with my grief journey, it really uncovered so many things about myself. Yeah, not just because I lost Jordan. It it uh, it, it also uncovered my my childhood, how I felt about but mental health, how I felt about um, raising my children. Um, as Filipino Canadian immigrants, like all of those were uncovered through this grief journey. and now I can I can say that you know I could be confident to face my grief head on, yeah, with with the, with the slightest you know guilt, shame, blame, regret, they all come crashing and you know having coffee with me at some point you know Mm -hmm. but i could i could have i could have a talk with them but i will no longer have them consume me you know yeah Where in the earlier part of grief it really consumed me all of those things as a parent have felt losing a child that yeah it's your fault or, you know, you shouldn't bury your children. This is unnatural. All of those things are part of the society conversation too. So I had to work on those a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right. And there is a lot of uh, help also needed in this area. So, uh, wonderful, uh, Monica. So I think uh, uh, to conclude here, right, if 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 any of our listeners would like to you know reach out to you would like to work with you you know in this area or so so how is the best way to reach out to you
1: um they could send me um an email surviving sunsets at gmail.com i know i'm working on uh, my website so that i could continue to write my story about my son jordan um also I have an Instagram account dedicated to him. You can find me there too. It's surviving underscore sunsets on Instagram. Um, Yeah. So as soon as his website is completed, it's survivingsunsets.com and um, I will be sharing them on social as well. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Amazing. So I will also add these details in our episode uh, description. So definitely for our listeners, if they want to, Reach out to you; they can get the links and the email from there as well. So uh, wonderful, Monica! It was it was really awesome to have you on our show. Was was uh, a you. you, and thank you for sharing your story, which is which is so very close to you. I mean it. I can you know I could see the pain definitely that that you have gone through, right? And I also admire and appreciate you taking that effort to actually go to the next level, take your healing to the next level by finding a meaning and meaning is not in the loss as right. A meaning is not in the loss. A meaning is what you give to yourself and how do okay. you actually contribute to the world, right? Yeah. And that is what you have chosen to actually give a me- better meaning to your loss. And I really appreciate uh, you for that. And I was, was wonderful having you. Thank you so much. For uh, you. taking your time and and being with us, thank you, Monica.
1: Thank you, Deepak. Talk to soon. Yeah. Bye.